Well, good morning, everyone. This is uh, Pastor Ernie Jung here at Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California, and thank you for joining me this day on A Small Catechism Live. And it's good to be here with you today, and, and may this word, uh, whenever, however, wherever, where anywhere you're listening to this, may this go well with you. And today we have another good one as we journey through the Small Catechism, Sixth Commandment, about uh, God's gift of marriage. Right. Um, there's a lot to say about this one. A lot to say, uh, but uh, if you check out the two thousand two thousand seventeen clip, you might see a little more in depth about that. Uh, today, I'm probably going to focus on uh, God's order and the way to which He called us in that particular order illumined by this gift of marriage that he has given to us. So, why don't we begin with a word of prayer. Our dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for your word. Bless us to, to live according to your word, uh, to honor our neighbor, to, to love our spouse, and to live a sexually pure and decent life. Uh, bless us under your name, and Lord, always uh, grant us your never-ending grace. Thank you for Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. All right. So, uh, the sixth commandment today, you shall not commit adultery. What does this mean? Uh, A lot of people look at this commandment and say, yep, haven't done that. But yet, it's more than similar to, to murder, right? I haven't done that either, let's say. And uh, there's a deeper meaning here. So what does this mean? If you have your catechism out, 2017, even the 1991 edition, if you have that, please uh, get that out. Uh, But that we should fear and love God so that we lead a sexually pure and decent life in what we say and do. And husband and wife love and honor each other. Okay, so as we look at our scriptural reference to today's study, if you have your Bible out, uh, Mark chapter 10 Verses 6 to 9, also a reference to Genesis 2, 24 to 25, as God establishes the order to which he gives male and female and the gift of marriage. Right? All right. So, as it reads right here, but from the beginning of creation, God made them. What should this be right here? God made them. This should be Apostles' Creed, Article 1. Right. Uh, oops, that one is a little weird. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> Article one: male and female. Right. This is God's order. This is how God creates male and female. And here He establishes the gift of marriage. Right. Uh, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother. This is the order. Number one, he shall leave his father and mother and then hold fast to his wife. Number two, if you want to do another in-depth study on this, I always encourage you to read the book, I Married You by Walter Trobisch. I Married You by Walter Trobisch. And he does a good job of... Uh, T-R-O-B-I-S-C-H, Trobish, uh, and he does a great job about order, but 
a great in-depth study on this Genesis 2. But therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother, right, and hold fast to his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. Right? So, um, this is the third. So, no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. Um, and when we speak of uh, God's gift of marriage here in uh, the sixth commandment, as we see right here, uh, we should fear and love God so that we lead a sexually pure and decent life. So in marriage, right, uh, that gift of marriage, their male and female, um, uh, when we speak of sexual purity and decent life, uh, there we see what, what God gives uh, in, in the gift of marriage, and that is male and female. Uh, the gift of, uh, of this sexual purity, um, as we are to hold fast to the wife and two shall become one flesh. Uh, Lord willing, uh, there, uh, if this is God's will, uh, to be fruitful and multiply, right? But really to, uh, to have this unity, this order, by what God has given to us. Now, again, this order, one, two, three, our sinful nature does what? Uh, we sometimes disorder the order to which God has given to us. You know, we talk about uh, uh, cohabitation or, or, or sleeping together before marriage or, or uh, viewing our wife in a, a different way or letting our father and mother, our in-laws or our own father and, ma- father and mother dictate a lot of things within our own marriage. We see kind of how that can cause a lot of discord, dysfunction, strife uh, within a marriage. So the Lord shows us this order, one, two, and three, and this is, uh, as we live under his word, this is what is good for us, right? So um, in this order of marriage, as we read in the explanation, husband and wife love and honor each other, right? And love and honor each other is right here in Ephesians 5, to 33. This is always my go-to uh, when it comes to how I view my marriage, And if I need a reminder of that, humbly reading this and saying, wow, this is what I'm called to do. Now, if you read Ephesians 5, why don't we we get there uh, to this? Um, Ephesians 5, 22 and following, very important when when it is about a gift of marriage. Remember, we have two sinners coming together, right? Uh, And I love it in the 2017 Catechism. I know this is a side note here. But when we do struggle in marriage, I love this. uh, I love this uh, picture of how to deal when there is that struggle Uh, on page 100 in this version. uh, And the question is question 73. uh, What should husbands and wives do when they struggle in marriage? Uh, yes, because we live in, in a sinful world, because we're sinners, there will be struggles in marriage, even for Christians. See, that's the thing. You know, uh, we have to be honest with ourselves. Can't, can't cover up and think that everything is polished. We have to look good as Christians. No, there, there is reality. And we need to face it head on, right? Husbands and wives will want to, A, remember their marriage vows that God has joined them together. Remember, right here, Genesis 2, Mark 10. 
but also confess that they are both sinners in need of forgiveness. Both sinners in need of forgiveness. And uh, to trust in Christ's forgiveness and speak forgiveness to each other. Uh, that's why when you go here at Faith Lutheran Church, uh, usually I always commune married couples together uh, as a reminder of what? That they both need forgiveness. That their relationship is centered on Christ and his promise of the gospel. Number C, letter C, go to church together and read God's word together and pray together, right? D, visit with their pastor for confession and absolution, and if need be, ask the pastor for help in finding a Christian counselor. And these are very good points. So um, this is the battle that we face in our, in our sinful flesh, right? That's the thing. It's more than just the feeling of butterflies and love. This is, this is a very important decision of your life. I always tell my children this. This is, other than college or career or whatever, something like that, not whatever, sorry. Marriage decision is very important because this is a prayerful decision uh, and this is, a, this is your choice. This is where you have to pray and really assess how you are to view marriage and how to proceed. And this is the way to which, according to God's word, this is how we ought to proceed. Right? And we live in a world right now, and I'm going on tangents here, we live in a world right now where this is all disordered, right? You just, you just go to the supermarket and wait there in the line, and you look at all these magazines from, you know, all the celebrity magazines or the gossip magazines, you're like, wow, this is the world that we live in, right? Where the order of marriage, male and female, cohabitation, all these things have been disordered by all the dysfunction of this world and the, and the sinful nature of man. And there we go back here to the sixth commandment, sexually pure and decent life, male and female, leaving his father and mother, hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. And there, of course, we repent, right? This is a commandment where God guards us against the danger of the flesh, of sexual immorality, uh, of sexual impurity, and he shows us that this is actually dangerous. The world doesn't say it. The world says, you do you. You feel what you like. You, you do according to the passion of your flesh. And, and here the word is bringing up the flags and saying, look, this is sinful. This is uh, against God's word. And this can be very destructive, very destructive uh, to your faith um, as you live under his word. So anyways, and that's kind of my uh, thing here. Uh, with the battle that we face. And this is not a judgment against, let's say, uh, homosexuality or, or uh, sexual impurity of any kind, like, uh, again, living together before marriage, uh, sex before marriage, uh, pornography, which is, uh, which is very, with the advent of smartphones, I think the statistic is, uh, one out of every five smartphones uh, are viewing uh, pornography on a daily basis. This is all a reality. And again, how that does re-image our view of marriage in a sinful way. Right? Our, it, it definitely distorts so many different things. Um, and this is of no surprise because, well, the Lord shows us his good order. Anyways, um, this is the battle that we face uh, before marriage and in marriage, and um, as we are in marriage, uh, Ephesians five twenty two to thirty three. All right, it says right there, wives submit to your own husbands. And I, quickly, 
we stop there and people say, what, what does that mean? Does that mean that wives are lower than men? You know? Uh, and the answer is no, right? Because if you, if you hear the following and not stop there, wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, right? So you're submitting as to the Lord. This is the order. But, verse 23, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body and himself a savior. Verse 25, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. This is the order. Wives, submit to your husband. Submit? Yes, indeed. Submit, but yet at the same time? Husbands? That means receive, wives, right? Receive, submit. Uh, Husbands, what are you to do? You are to love your wives. How? As Christ died for his bride, the church. The greatest sacrifice that is ever known to man is the body and blood of Jesus on that very cross for the forgiveness of our sins. Now, through the very gospel, as husbands, we view marriage in a completely different way. It's not just two humans trying to get along. It's two sinful beings always in the need of Christ, in the need of his grace. And there we proceed in the forgiveness of sins as we sacrifice everything for our wife. You know, as sinful people, as I am, a lot of times we we drop the ball. A lot of times we get this all out of order, whether it's male and female or father and mother or hold fast and become one flesh. Our sinful flesh... we, we fall short in so many different ways. Even in marriage, when we talk about wives and husbands, wives, husbands, cold war, resentment, there's no forgiveness. There is just all this angst and this stubbornness and all this discord filled with our own sinful flesh. Uh, and, and there, you know, that's why the sixth commandment is here to show us this is what marriage is. God has given you this person. And there you see not just a person, but whom God has placed in your life to love and serve in his order, right? Um, And Ephesians 5 really is, uh, I think, a lot of times misinterpreted in a sense where it it says, wives, submit to your husbands, and and there the the flags go up quickly uh, for the wife, but yet at the same time, if we read throughout, it says, husbands, love your wives as Christ died for his bride, the church. This is God's order of marriage. Now, uh, do we fall short? Yes, of course. Um, And here we are called to repent. Uh, Here we we, we confess our sins to our Lord, confess our sins to one another, and there we we receive in Christ Jesus his forgiveness. There we trust in faith that by his blood our sins are forgiven. Right? And this is a struggle, my friends. God gives us that re- very reality that there in the flesh, we have this, this, uh, this struggle of the flesh. It's so many different ways. Uh, sexual impurity, um, again, uh, male and female, that's a struggle uh, with this world that we live in, um, in a sense of uh, uh, male and male or female or female. Also, this, uh, this disorder of leaving the father and mother, getting married, holding fast to the wife, and then shall become two in one flesh, be fruitful and multiply, right? Trust me, it, it's, it happens all across the board. And, and here the Lord is showing us, this is what is good and right. 
And this is what my order is for you, and it is of your benefit, right? So if you are struggling in any of this way in marriage, remember, you can always come to me, um, and, and we can talk about it. Uh, you could always uh, definitely uh, discuss with your spouse Ephesians 5. Read this together. Read Genesis 2, 24, 25. Read Mark 10, 6 to 9. And for those who are preparing for marriage, let's say, look at this very seriously and say, this is what God has called me to do. This is the great order to which will benefit me according as, to his will as I live and submit under his will. Right? And this is where our flesh, the devil, the world, wars against what God has ordered. That's what's happening here. Right? It is the up, uprooting of God's word and redefining marriage, redefining the order to which we are to proceed in marriage. And af- after a while, you know, everything becomes so normal that God's word has been dismissed. And that is the way of man. And that's the, that's the dynamic that we see, the spiritual uh, a war, a battle uh, that we see of the flesh in this world. So it's more than just yes and no. Like It's more than just uh, getting out the machete and, and bringing down the hammer of the law in a sense where, uh, you know, this is right, this is wrong, this is sinful, this is, this is uh, not sinful, right? It's to really dig deep and say, what is God's order? And why is this, when we live in this disorder, why is it of great destruction and consequence uh, to me? And we see how this all manifests itself um, when we do follow um, in our blind and dark path, right? So the commandment does bring up the flags, shows us clearly what, what he has called us to do according to his order. It also calls us to repentance, second use of the law. And there, uh, in that repentance, in faith, we rest in the forgiveness of sins that is Christ Jesus in the cross. And there we glory in Christ, and there we follow and, and live according to his word um, against what the world is saying. And, and there we proceed uh, lovingly, uh, loving our spouse and caring for them, um, sacrificing everything for our wife or, um, um, and our spouse, uh, and really being there for them. And I think it's, for me especially, um, Ephesians 5 is very, is very special because it does humble me quickly. Right? It, takes, it takes away any condition it takes away any, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. It, it crushes the bottle of resentment. Uh, it, 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 it does away with any <clears throat> excuses or justifications on why they are acting this way or why I'm acting this way. It, it really does bring us back to the cross. And at the end of the day, this is the order to which uh, God has given to us. It always brings us back to Jesus and, 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 and what he has given to us in the gospel. So remember that this day. I know that's uh, quite a short order, but uh, I pray that this will go well with you and that you see the order again. Uh, uh, the, the, the sixth commandment is more than simply adultery, right? It, it goes deeper than that. You see the order. You see the spiritual tensions. You see the, the, the temptations uh, that are at hand. Um, and here we go back to the order, the good order to which God gives to us. Uh, therefore, God is joined together. Let not man separate marriage order, sexual uh, purity, uh, and the battle against all these things with the world, the devil, and the flesh. Um, Jesus forgives you of all your sins, right? And that is 
uh, that is the end-all be-all through, through, through our studies, is that Jesus does indeed. Uh, we all fall short in so many different ways. But yet our Lord forgives us. And there he, he calls us to go and proceed in the vocation that he has called us into. So remember that this day. And um, I know there's much more to talk about this, but uh, we, will, we will embark on that in the future. And uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, as we continue these studies, uh, we'll, we'll flesh that out even more and more. So God's blessings to you. Uh, God's blessings to you this day. And why don't we conclude with a word of prayer? Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you uh, for the gift uh, of this order in marriage. Lord, please forgive us um, when we neglect our spouse. Um, forgive us when we use harsh words or that we are short or that we fail to love and serve uh, in our vocation in the gift of marriage. Lord, bless us uh, in, in your wisdom. Humbly uh, give us faith to submit to your very word. And Lord, through all things, comfort us in your promise through your Son who shed his blood for us on that very cross. Lord, lead us in your forgiveness and, and always grant us your grace. Lord, for all these things we are thankful. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, friends, have a wonderful day. God bless you all, praying for you all. And if you ever have any questions on this, please let me know. Uh, We could talk about it. And next week we will continue with uh, the seventh commandment, which is about stealing, klepto. So uh, we'll go there uh, next week. And until next time, have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me. And love you all, praying for you all. Until next time. Yes, that's right. Adios and goodbye. Thanks for listening to these Small Catechism Live devotions. We hope this helps you as you continue to grow and study the Bible. For more information about Faith Lutheran Church, visit us online at faithmorepark.com.